I've learned that I don't know it all, and that oftentimes it's really about being open to diverse thoughts. It's okay to, to stop, take a step back. You're gonna make mistakes. All of the strategies and initiatives have brought together a community of nurses and moved the metrics. And knowing that you had a piece in that is really fulfilling. This is Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana. Welcome to The Voice of Humana Nurses, a podcast about clinicians committed to improving lives. Join me, other nurses from Humana, and special guests as we discuss topics nurses care about. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Voice of Humana Nurses. I'm Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana, and in this episode, we're going to take time to reflect on the learnings and takeaways from 2019 and talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to in 2020. And I'm happy to have three of our Humana nurses with me for this conversation. Laura Hatfield is Associate Vice President of Care Management and a leader with our Enterprise Clinical Operating Model. And Dorothy Burns and Rhonda Hartman are directors of clinical strategy and practice with the chief nursing office. Dorothy and Rhonda were actually our first guests on our first Voice of Humana Nurses podcast, where we talked about advancing nurse culture at Humana. So welcome back, Dorothy and Rhonda. Thanks, Kathy. Glad to be back. Thank you, Kathy. And welcome for the first time, Laura. I'm sure it'll be the first of many. Um, so thanks for being my guests. And, you know, I think we usually like to kick off just getting to know a little bit more about our guests. So maybe each of you can share a fun fact about you. Laura, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, a really fun fact about me and our folks here kind of they've heard this already. But um, my older son and his girlfriend, they're avid rock climbers, not just indoor wall climbing, but outdoor. And so about two years ago, they've introduced the sport to both my husband and, and um, the rest of uh, our family members are uh, their siblings. And um, I have to now uh, admit that I really do like it. <laughs> Initially, I was like scared to death and thought to myself, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm climbing this this wall or this mountain. But we've done, um, we've gone to several places. We've rock climbed in Southern Utah. We've gone to Portugal to climb. We live in Charlotte and there's really good climbing there. So I think the lesson learned is um, it's never too late to start something new. Uh, don't be afraid. And well, like I said, it's it's never too old for anything. Yeah. And be brave. <laughs> that yeah, was that was brave. a brave thing. Great. Rhonda, how about you? Um, I love to sing and people who are around me a lot will figure that out because I tend to just sing all the time. And I used to sing in a band when I was in my 20s and had a lot of fun. I've done uh, some singing in Nashville as well. What's your favorite song? Probably anything uh, country. I love country, but I love jazz. I love blues. I love rock. Um, I can't say I really have a favorite one, but country is my favorite genre. Maybe we'll have another podcast where you <laughs> sing for us. <laughs> Dorothy, can you top those two? <laughs> um, I'm sure I can't. Um, I, I would say that uh, the one thing about me that I've I almost learned in the last couple of years is how much I love um, history and architecture. And, you know, as I've been traveling more, um, I, I really am very excited about, you know, the history of places. So um, that's kind of a fun fact about me. Great. Thanks for sharing those fun facts. Well, we're, we're thinking back on 2019 and looking ahead to 2020 um, and always think about these top three lists. So I'm going to ask each of you, what were your top three best moments of 2019 as you look back? Laura, do you want to kick us off? 
Yeah, I'll kick us off, but I think I'm going to focus more on a personal front. I think we talk so much about work every day, all day long, though. So from a personal standpoint, I have three children and um, two boys and a girl, just like you, Kathy, two boys and a girl. And my youngest, uh, my daughter, she graduated from Purdue um, this past uh, spring. And so now I can say that my husband and I are officially empty nesters. So we're looking forward to kind of this next chapter in in our lives. And um, I always talk to Kathy about, well, what's next and what should I expect? And um, parenting never ends, I guess, is the moral of the story. Um, The other thing is, I think I already talked about it, you know, this whole notion of family vacations and how you layer in experiences. So it's, you know, we're really trying to focus on what can we do together as a family collectively where that experience like will last. And, you know, it's moments that we can share with our grandchildren and, you know, and their children, et cetera. And then certainly last but not least, just this along this notion of, you know, how do you stay healthy? It gets harder as you get older. And um, my husband and I started to uh, pick up golf. So the beginning of this year, we try to get out there at least once a week on the weekend. So from a personal front, I think it's, it's, it's been a good year. Excellent. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. And Laura and I are, uh, our families are of similar age and makeup. So um, we always talk about our children and experiences and we, we have lived through sending them to college and coming out on the other end. And I agree. I would say, as I reflect back on the year, some of the best experiences that I've had outside of work are with those family vacations or just spending time with family. And, you know, I have a personal, um, not coming till 2020, but some some of you know that I'm going to be a grandmother. My daughter's going to have a baby and I'm really looking forward to that. So I say to Laura, who has a fur baby grandchild now, (laughs) that'll be the next experience that we'll both look forward to sharing. Rhonda, how about you? What did 2019 look like for you? On a personal note, probably the biggest thing was our youngest daughter got engaged. So next May, I will be empty nesting again for the second <laughs> time. You know, they're never fully off the payroll until you get them out of the house. So so looking forward to that. On a professional note, it was seeing some of the things that we got to implement this year, like the Nurse Career Enrichment Program and our Nursing Educational Partnerships. Anytime you can see people engage in any type of career growth and learning and education, it just always brings a lot of fulfillment. And no Knowing that you had a piece in that is really fulfilling. Thanks. How about you, Dorothy? So I have a couple of um, personal, I guess, milestones. I um, began a, a PhD program this year um, in nursing. Um, you know, it's always been my passion. So, uh, you know, really excited about that. And, and, you know, challenging as it is, it's, um, you know, that lifelong learner in me. I, it really is very exciting. Um, so looking forward to, you know, more of that. Um, I had the opportunity to um, tour Ireland um, this past summer. Um, and again, going back to kind of my, you know, fun fact is uh, just understanding the history and, you know, where I came from. It's my heritage. So um, understanding, you know, um, all of those things was really exciting. On a professional level, I think what has been really exciting for me is looking at how Um, the chief nursing office and all of the strategies and initiatives have brought together a community of nurses and moved the metrics. Um, I I think when you look at, you know, the turnover and um, the engagement scores, the well-being scores, you know, I just, 
it makes me so proud to be doing what I'm doing. So th- those are kind of my uh, 2019 feelings. Awesome. I, I think 2019 was a good year, uh, judging from those uh, all of those accomplishments and stories. You know, we talk a lot about, as clinicians, how important it is to be lifelong learners. Dorothy um, talked about her um, educational experience, looking for, towards her PhD now. Um, and I think all of us have this passion for learning and staying current every day. And we do it in a lot of different ways. Maybe you can talk a little bit about a learning experience that you had in 2019 that might have been impactful. Rhonda, do you want to start? Sure. We did some work with the Humana Research team. Um, And until that, I guess I really didn't know what all went into research and actually doing a randomized controlled study and just the value that research can bring when it's helping you to focus your efforts on on things that you want to prioritize. So for me, that was a that was a real eye opener. Great. Dorothy. For me, one of the the projects that I worked on um, during this year was the workday integration into EBEPS. And um, I, I think the value really for us is, you know, as a corporation is, you know, understanding not only, you know, the, the, the scope and um, breadth of, of the clinicians that we have here at Yamana, but also um, the value I think that it brings is we can now look at the um, nursing uh, population and understand specialties and education and you know a whole host of uh, information that we didn't actually really understand or have before so um, that's been really exciting. Thanks Dorothy. Laura? Yeah this uh, past year I've been involved with ECOM and the work style that we have is called agile work style which is I thought I knew exactly what this was until now we're actually working in that mode um, but what I've learned from it is we talk quite a bit about teamwork and collaboration and how important that is I think it becomes even more important as you start to bring together almost like enterprise or, or really very large projects that cut across all different departments this notion of seeking to understand, like I've, I've learned that um, I don't know it all and that oftentimes our clinical understanding doesn't always translate into like business understanding and vice versa. So a lot of, uh, just a lot of learnings around what does it truly mean to be agile? So it's not necessarily just a work style that says you work together in a room, you travel together, et cetera. I think it, it's, it's beyond that. And to me, it's really about being open to diverse thought. So that's that's what I've learned in 2019. That's great. And, you know, I think one of the things through all of these efforts of e-com and the home strategy and thinking about evolving models and the, um, the skills and competencies that clinicians need to support them, I think one of the things that has been really energizing in in areas like uh, Laura described is the collaborative effort. It's not just nurses. It's not just physicians. It's not just business people, IT people, whatever. It really is a collaborative effort and a respect for what's the knowledge and skills that each other brings to the table. And I think that'll be a really, really important um, skill to focus on and to make sure that we continue to develop for 2020. So I think one of the things as leaders at Humana and as nursing leaders, I think we often um, get people approaching us for career advice. I know that you've all been mentors and and participated in mentoring circles or one-on-one opportunities. What's the best piece of career advice that either you've been given or that you would give to others? 
Laura? Um, yeah, one of the best, um, one of the things I just continue to follow in terms of um, leader is surround yourself with talented people. And um, I think that's important because I love the quote, the sum of us is greater than one of us. And that really, uh, it, it is so true, particularly in a very large organization like Humana. It's just uh, change is hard or, or transformation rather or evolution is um, difficult to do because we are such a large corporation. So it's very important that you do, like I said, have a really good solid team. That's great. Dorothy? I think the best um, advice I've ever gotten is network. Network, network. Um, it gives you the opportunity not only to see what other people do and understand. Um, again, you know, going to a big corporation, you get to understand what other people do, but it helps you to understand how the business works and all of the the pieces and the parts that that make it what it is. So, I, I network, network, network is my advice. Okay, Rhonda. Yeah, for me, it's probably, it's okay to to stop, take a step back, reset, refocus your efforts. You're going to make mistakes. Um, Things don't always go as planned. I know me, I tend to jump right into stuff and I'll move full steam ahead. Um, That's not always the best thing. And there's times that I've had to take a step back and really think about what I'm doing. And, you know, do I want to continue down that path or maybe I need to move a little bit um, and refocus? It's all really great advice. And and I thought, Laura, something that you said earlier, too, is a great piece of advice. Kind of that recognition that you have to be open to learning in new ways, to operating in new ways. Um, you know, we often talk about healthcare and how much healthcare has changed and, and continues to evolve. So sometimes when people say, oh, when is it going to stop changing? It's not. Um, you know, as, as clinicians, we can think about all of the great advances that have been made in healthcare around, you know, conditions that we might have taken care of patients with years ago um, that, were, that were terminal and are now just, you know, long-term chronic diseases to be managed, medications, technology, et cetera. So I, I think that just being open and, and thinking about how we can be proactive with our skills and proactive um, in being a constant learner. And, and we can learn from those who are both more experienced than us and maybe pe- people who are new on the scene. We've talked a lot at Humana about reverse mentorship this year. So all, all great pieces of advice. So we spend a lot of time and energy on our careers and on our profession. And I think we've talked about before, too, how as nurses, we probably don't spend enough time on self-care and thinking about how we recharge our both emotional and physical batteries. Um, Maybe you can share some advice around self-care and the importance of our own well-being and some of the things that you've learned about that. Laura? Yeah, oftentimes when we think of well-being, we think of the physical aspects of well-being. And and sometimes you feel guilty saying, oh, my gosh, I didn't do my take 10 or I didn't exercise today. But I think it's so much more beyond the physical activity. I really do feel like mental fitness is equally as important, spiritual fitness. And most recently, um, I've never been a big believer of yoga. I mean, a lot of people love it, et cetera. But most recently, I said, you know what? Let me give it a try. I mean, because it isn't just the physical portion of it, but it's almost that notion of like mindfulness, um, calming, um, deep breathing. And I've, uh, I think I've been at it like six weeks and I can see that there's a huge, there's a huge difference. So my takeaway is 
you don't have to run a, ma- a marathon to um, seek your goal or get your goal, goal of well-being. I think it, it's, it's almost like the total thing, physical, spiritual, mental. And I love the exercise yesterday we did here at the Nursing Advisory Council. You know, that 15-minute session on mindfulness was excellent. I mean, something that I can take home, I can take to my teams, I can share with uh, friends. So thank you for setting that up, Kathy. Yeah, I think that's well put. And I really enjoyed it, too. And I think um, for those who listen to the podcast, you can also listen to Humana Radio. And I believe it's 2.30 every day. There is the purposeful pause. And it is an exercise in mindfulness. And I, too, found it easy. You can do it anywhere. And it really just kind of centered, gave a sense of calmness, but also a new energy. So I, I agree. Really, that whole person look is really important. Rhonda, how about you? What do you do for self-care? I love to get out and just have a girl's night out. I mean, everything Laura said about the physical um, is important, but that mental is so, so important. And there's nothing that will feed your soul more than just getting out with a group of your girlfriends and just having a night out on the town. Okay, Dorothy, how about you? I agree with um, what Ronza and Laura said. Um, for me, it's kind of just getting out and walking and, and probably listening to my podcasts. It's a time for me to catch up, but it also it's a great stress reliever for me. Uh, and as you can imagine, working full time and going to school full time, I have a lot of stress. So it really does. It's very, very helpful to me. And it really kind of um, settles my mind as well. So all really great suggestions. And I think we have so much to be proud of for what we've accomplished as a nursing collaborative, a community of nurses at Humana this year, about the important roles that nurses will play in the future as healthcare and our healthcare models continue to evolve. Um, and I look at the the um, healthcare and the nursing community, both within Humana and outside Humana, too. And as we look forward to 2020, the World Health Organization has pronounced 2020 as the year of the nurse and midwife internationally. So for the first time in history, not only in the United States, but across the world, nurses will be recognized and celebrated for the benefits that they bring to the health of a global population. And as we all know, healthcare is becoming more global. It's easier to get around from country to country. Um, that has its positives and negatives in infection control and things like that. But, you know, we really are a global community in healthcare. And it'll be interesting to see how we concentrate on nurses, the value of nurses, um, and what nurses bring to the table, both in the United States and across the world. So um, I think we're about out of time. We're going to wrap up. I really thank all of you, Laura, Rhonda, and Dorothy, for being my guests today. And mostly I thank you for your dedication and compassion to nurses at Humana. You all are great leaders and have done so much. And I'm proud of all of you and thankful for all of you in what you've brought in 2019 and look forward to 2020. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to today's episode. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play by searching the words, The Voice of Humana Nurses. And we'd also love to hear from you. So send us an email at chiefnursingofficer at humana.com and give us your comments and your suggestions about topics or people you want to hear about or hear from. So until the next time, be well.